Hello folks and welcome back to Shield Bash. I am Mark and I will be your GM and host for the day and to my right, Will playing Uko. Farmageddon Jason, this is uh, me here playing uh, Farmageddon uh, Bridger and I'll be doing a new experiment, Farmageddon, with uh, subliminal messaging, Farmageddon. See if you can pick out, Farmageddon, where I'm putting in these subtle messages. That's backward masking. If you're an 80s kid, you know that. Right, Curtis. Farmageddon. Playing Farmageddon. I mean, donk. Farmageddon, donk. Farmageddon, damn it. It's contagious. Pete playing um, Nat. <laughs> he almost said Matt. <laughs> you sure? Sorry, you weren't convinced. <laughs> Not meta. I'm Brit. I'm playing Balmy Tiger. Yes, and uh, as you guys all noticed, I'm sure two Grimstar is on the injured reserve again today. But don't fear, we're going to get him through this session, and then uh, he'll be back at a later date. So if you're looking for anything to do uh, coming up in April, you might want to go to a little con we like to call Farmageddon. I mean, Farmageddon. working. <laughs> I know I'll be there, as well as all the Shield Bash uh, guys and... Uh, Yep, a lot of our a lot of our friends and neighbors from uh, around the country here uh, still have an open invitation to anybody from Sweden and or Norway up that direction. If you'd like to come, but fuck you, Denmark. Yeah, because you know whatever. But no, if Farmageddon. you're from if you're from Denmark, come to Farmageddon. And like Will said, pretty much if you fly over here and we know about it ahead of time, pretty much everything's taken care of for you. So that's one person only from those countries. So make we sure you guys talk about yourselves. What do you got against Danish? I love Danish. We'll take one from every country. I love I love cheese, cheese Danish, Danish. Hell yeah. apple Danish. Specify which country. Raspberry. They, they charge for them. That's what I have against them. No. <laughs> if it was free, I'd love you. Hey, maybe if they brought some with, it would be free. Sure, yeah. I, I, I would accept that. And I would no longer speak ill of Denmark and for as long as I remember this promise. <laughs> <laughs> this offer is only valid for Farmageddon 2022. <laughs> one, one per all the northern countries. If you're the second one from Sweden, <laughs> well, you're on your own. Actually, we'd probably pick you up the same time we picked the first guy up. But, hey, you know, whatever. Or gal. Or gal. Or gal. Hopefully yeah. a gal. Yeah, but it's okay. We we definitely uh, will uh, treat you like a VIP, even if you're a male. Uh, if you are a woman, though, it'll be somebody else picking you up. Because uh, I don't think I could swing that past uh, explaining that away from my wife. Just being like, yeah, no, I'm going to go pick up this foreign strange girl from uh, you know Scandinavia, and we also promise if you are a female, we won't let Neil pick you up by himself. <laughs> or yeah, that that will need to be chaperoned. Yeah. <laughs> will, you you seem like the most up, upstanding of us, but we'll we'll put Will in charge of chaperones. I was gonna say if Will can't do it, then the wife would probably go with me, but I could probably swing it. I could just get free tickets. I'd just take an ambulance from work, drive over there, it'd be fine. <laughs> Brick could do it. Really sounds like a problem. We should jump off that bridge when we get there, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Hey, everybody's We're jumping off of bridges. Down. What are we jumping off of bridges for? Farmageddon. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about Farmageddon. I mean, we've been hearing it a lot, even in our sleep now, apparently. But uh, what, what actually is a Farmageddon? So, about oh, almost exactly 10 years ago, I started going to local cons. I was a little over, and I was like, you know, these are a lot of fun. And... I started trying to work on getting the guys here to start attending some. And once they did, they realized that, yeah, these are a lot of fun. And we decided, you know what, we could do this. And so we did. Uh, and we have this uh, local convention. We It's a charitable organization uh, run by Knights of the Octagon, NFP. 
and we take the proceeds and donate them to local charities. Started off specifically for the Boy Scouts, but then our local scout troop kind of aged out and not nothing really came along to replace it, so we've done um, other non-local scout troops. Tell them about the unicorn farm. Uh, we've done uh, Girl Scout troops, and lately we've also been doing the Hope Lives Youth Ranch, which takes um, disadvantaged horses and pairs them with disadvantaged youths. Uh, and they, you know, riding lessons and just general, like, almost like animal therapy for kids who need it. And uh, it is, you know, it's always another charity. I personally know the lady who runs that youth ranch. Uh, we used to go to church together. Uh, she was nice. She, Oh, she is one of the sweetest people in the world. Like, I, the one time I ever saw her angry, I was like, oh, somebody fucked up. Like, if you pissed, o- if you pissed off Emily, like, you seriously fucked up. But, so that's what Farmageddon is. Uh, we're a local con. Do uh, a lots of different organized play. Great kitchen. Full bar. And uh, we just try for a really relaxed atmosphere. As relaxed as you can be for, you know, trying to game for, you know, basically 48 hours straight. And we have drink specials. Yeah. Themed, themed drink specials. Where are you going to find that at a con? I mean, it's amazing. So come to Farmageddon. Get your gaming on. Uh, you can GM if you want. If you don't want, just come to play. We do... Uh, like Jay said, several different uh, you know organized play. Um, we do Pathfinder One, Pathfinder Two, Starfinder. Uh, we're gonna have D and D Fifth Edition is gonna be there. The Adventures League. Um, we had Warhammer one year. Um, oh, we even we even had uh, the LARP people mm-hmm. were supposed to come. Yeah. So hopefully they'll come back uh, now that we're getting out and and actually being able to do stuff in public around each other without having to be like six to ten feet away all the time. Um, so come out, enjoy it, enjoy the food, enjoy the fun, enjoy the festivities at Farmageddon. 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 When you said uh, you can GM if you want to. But don't leave your friends behind. And that's exactly where yeah. my mind went. Ditto. Because if your friends don't play, then you don't have no game and you're not a GM of mine. You could also go with uh, you can GM if you want to. Don't leave your dice behind. Turns out the uh, the LARP community actually continued throughout the pandemic. They just used pole arms. <laughs> Reach weapons for everyone. You can find us at uh, wow. well, it's Farmageddon Nine on Warhorn.net or Farmageddon137.com for the actual official website. And also back to what you guys were saying. Um, my favorite is necromance. If you want to, you can bring <laughs> your friends to life. But if your friends aren't dead, and if they're not dead, then they're no friends of mine. I'm okay with it. Quit necromancing yourself. Quit necromancing yourself. Uh, so, oh. Funny story. <laughs> he tripped and on the way down, beat himself to death. <laughs> well, not safe for work, people, but uh, we had a nameless call the other day. A male subject in a local facility had spent the last 26 hours playing with himself. And uh, so the staff called and had us transport him to a psych facility for, quote, self-harm. It's like, I think that's a lot of self-love myself, but, you know. Well, Did he take a little blue pill? There's a fine line between love and hate. There is. And he was probably like a glazed donut at this time, right? <laughs> Make sure he's hydrated. Wow. <laughs> In, any idea what, what caused this? to absorb there. 16 hours of... Self-love? I would have to say some kind of chemical uh, enhancement, like, like you know, Britsick could have been a blue pill, but I'm thinking there's a little bit of a rock problem there, too. <laughs> I believe the, the male in question had some degenerative mental diagnoses. 
crack. You don't say. So Math. I'm guessing he just reverted back to his teenage years of self-discovery. <laughs> yeah, you know, life sucks. I'm just going to sit here and beat off all day. <laughs> Green Day did a song about that. Could could do worse, I guess. Wow. I, I got so nothing. I got nothing on that. Wow. Uh, did you guys see my new T-shirt? It's hey. got a big otter on it. It says, play well with otters. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, Isn't uh, that cute? Yeah, it's adorable. Um, we haven't heard from Joe, our uh, our friend who what works up at the, the zoo. But, hey, Joe, if you're still listening, you know, shout us out. Hey, guys, did you see my new shirt? I did. Necromancer. Raised dead cats. Speaking, speaking of necromancy. I approve. It's, uh, dead. Listeners, it's, uh, it's got like a wizard anthropomorphic wizard cat and uh, a bunch of like ghost cats and it's it's Nico N-E-K-O the Japanese for cat <laughs> also the famed candy wafers spelled a little different but yeah spelled yeah, a little yeah, different yeah, yeah. but yes the ones that Nico weren't wafers. weren't made for about 45 <laughs> seconds until somebody bought the company and was like yeah we're still gonna produce these slightly flavorless wafers <laughs> that people pay money for I mean, hey, when you get something good and people want to pay for it, keep making it. Right, you got to stay on your mic, man. We're dropping you real oh, hard. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I don't want to be dropped Kiss real it. hard on Kiss my it. head because well, I want to be here. I still occasionally get them because it reminds me of my childhood. But other than that, I really don't like them. So it's <laughs> it reminds me <laughs> of oh, my childhood, but I really don't like it. I, oh, I, don't I remember those when I was a kid. Yeah, they still suck. <laughs> Taste like nostalgia. <laughs> Again, mommy. It's like liquid sadness. It's like when you go back and have that bottom of the barrel alcohol, and you're like, "Oh, it tastes like high school." <laughs> Boone's Farm. <laughs> oh, Boone's Apple Wine. Oh, little Mad Dog 2020. Some purple passion. Oh, there you go. Now, now you're speaking my lingo. Mm, I remember orchard. that. Looks the same coming up. You know how many high school uh, Fridays in high school? You know, I get passed a note and a bunch of money, and they'd say. Can you get this for the party tonight? I'm like, well, I don't know. Let me look. You know, so I open it up and be like, okay, we got six cases of Budweiser. We got seven cases of Bush, uh, three bottles of Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill, and one bottle of Mad Dog 2020. So I would go to the store because since I was like 14, I had a full mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, and I was tall for you my age. You were born with that thing. Pretty damn it? close. And I was I was tall for my age, so I would go in and I would get served. The best part was I would come in with one of my friends who the lady knew was underage, but he was older than me. But he told her that I was a friend of his from college, and I was a, a junior. And somehow this all worked, huh? Not only did it work, it worked extremely well because I, I, get, I, I tell her what I want, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you want it cold?" I said, "Yeah, because we're you know we're we're gonna have a party. We got an ice chest and stuff. We're gonna put it cold." She goes, "Well, hun, you know it'd be just cheaper if you bought a keg. They're on sale this week." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh really?" And she goes, "Well, yeah, you can get a keg. Now this is a long time ago. You can get a keg for sixty five dollars, and all that's gonna cost <laughs> you more than that." And she says, "We'll throw in the tapper and the and the barrel to put it in." Uh, you know, for free, but there's a $5 deposit, but you have to bring the tapper back. I'm like, well, that sounds like a plan. So I walked out with a keg and three bottles of Strawberry Hills Boone Farm, Mad Dog 2020, and a Purple Passion. Nice. When we started talking about this, I said Angry Orchard, but the truth is we just drank straight alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so, bottle of Bacardi, I guess? Yeah. 151. Um, back when I was in high school, you could get a bottle of Fifth McCormick's vodka for five bucks. 
so we'd get that you, and a I think case. You still of, get one for six. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah, yuck. We were poor, cheap, and underage, so I mean, we got what we got, and then we'd go back. To and work we liked it, and hide it in the back of McDonald's and drink it. <laughs> or in your friend's van. I didn't drink it in your van. No, because you got rid of it before that cop pulled us over. I wasn't <laughs> the one doing donuts in the parking lot. You're right. To be fair, that is not strictly illegal. Uh, well, no, actually, the biggest problem is the fact that I was out past curfew. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Being totally inconspicuous doing oh, donuts in a I, lot. I yeah. never told yep. two of my friends to get in the trunk instead of my back seat because uh, we didn't technically have the ability to have more than one person in the car at a time. Oh, right. They changed the laws. It's graduated now, isn't it? <laughs> the <guy laughs> you put your friends in the trunk? Yeah, so uh, I could only have one person in the car at a time, and uh, we lived in a small town, so they knew who I was, and so if they had seen all those people in the car, they'd have stopped me, but they can't see them if they're in the trunk. You you fuckers, get in the trunk! (laughs) You know, that's what's so funny to me, because, of course, I'm quite older than you, but when I started driving, they didn't give two fucks about how many people were in the car. You had your license? You had your license. It doesn't matter if you got it that day. Hey, everybody, we're going to Pizza Hut. Pile in! My buddy buddy had a fucking cargo van, and he put RV plates on it. So if you weren't (laughs) sitting behind the steering wheel, you could have open alcohol in a fucking van. That's down nice. by the river. <laughs> yeah, when I got mine, the only thing was if you got uh, too many tickets before you turn 21, you lose your license. So the first year I had my license, I got three tickets in a week and lost it for three months. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's a month of ticket. If, Beat, get in the trunk. If I'd have done that, I'd have lost my uh, I'd have lost my license uh, probably until I was 21. Nice. Man, they're so much stricter now. It was the same cop every time, too, for me. I also didn't have a very big car, so this is how I got two of my friends to cuddle in my trunk. (laughs) (laughs) They both jump in there. He pulls over, opens the trunk, throws in some paper towels, closes it. (laughs) Don't leave a fucking mess back there, you two. Will, Will, matchmaker or serial killer? You decide. (laughs) What's this plastic and a shovel for? Hey, why is there duct tape back here? You know, as an Uber driver on Halloween, that's great. Throw a roll of plastic, some duct tape, and a shovel in the trunk. Maybe a bag of Pick lime. people up at the train station. Speaking <laughs> the train station, whenever I, uh, when I was in the Navy, um, was stationed at Great Lakes, and uh, when you were in... I was born there. Were you really? In awesome. the Navy? Yeah. No, I was in Great Lakes. <laughs> in the Navy. Oh, sorry. There you go. Yeah. Well, that was. They were going to use that as a recruiting song until they found out about what the village people were all about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then like, damn, we better not do that. But anyway, what happened to Don't Ask, Don't Tell? Well, that was before, before that was prior don't to Don't Ask, yeah. Don't Tell. We couldn't have our cars on base if you were in a training command. So I had a car. I lived in Illinois. So I went down, picked my car up one weekend, came back, parked at the train station for the princely sum of ten dollars a week. It was forty dollars a month. Oof. Now the cool part was is that not very many people there on base had their own vehicle. So I ended up doing a. Oh, an uh, Uber before Uber was actually a thing. And I also had a mobile bar in my trunk. I had two milk crates full of all kinds of orphan bottles of alcohol. And for the the small sum of $20, I would take you to the airport or the train station down in Chicago to order to get you home for the weekend and stuff. And we had drinks. So it was kind of, you know, it was kind of a nice uh, service before there was a service like that. Dude, somebody should do that. It's called a limousine service if there's alcohol involved. Yeah, but I didn't have a limo. <laughs> can't, can't serve alcohol with a hack a, license, it was a, man. It was an 82 uh, Malibu. 
<laughs> Chevy nice. Malibu. When I was in Carbondale. It's a Landau top. We used to go once a week to uh, Missouri to get cigarettes. And uh, I, I was going regardless. But if someone wanted to go with me, I'd charge them 40 bucks for the ride. <laughs> I'd get four people in my car and it'd be free for me. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Back back then, gas was much, much cheaper than it is now. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, $20 a head, I would take six people, cram them in my car, take them to O'Hare, and I made money. Because I'd usually do two, two trips a Friday. Nowadays, it costs you $70 to get from downtown Chicago to O'Hare. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I know because I had to pay that. I was gonna wonder how did you how did you know that, Will? Kurt, what's it cost to go from Champagne to O'Hare? Two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Bam! Good God! I'm gonna point out uh, I got my car towed from just outside Champagne all the way back to Farmer City, and it was ninety dollars for a tow. Been cheaper to take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't. Have. <laughs> On that note, Farmer Garden. So how's everybody doing? Getting ready for Farmageddon? Tired. Farmageddon. Well, we know you're always tired, Pete. I'm feeling very Farmageddon about it. I mean, good about it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't That's know. It's like something's in your brain. <laughs> well, yesterday at noon was the uh, the silver badge registration onslaught for GaryCon. So Ooh. Will and I are going to GaryCon. We're jamming. What you got? Four, five? Uh, four. Yeah, we're both jamming four slots. When is that? That is the end of March, like the 24th-ish. Get here before you know it. But you know what else is coming soon? Farmageddon. 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 Uh, During Farmageddon, Jason talked me into running all of the, um, what are they called, Jason? Games? Scenarios. Yeah, I can't remember. (laughs) It's the the, uh, breaking, Breaking Storm? Ooh. I was say you're fucking running them, not yeah. me. I can't remember. You're running, I, you're running on the thing. high level ones. I'm I'm doing all three of the breaking store ones, I believe. Nice. You should have seen the way I convinced him. I went, hey, Will. Um, since you're running two of them, are you sure you don't want to just run the whole thing? So it's like you got the theme. I was Contact very persuasive. Uh, extremely. Well, I may have to sign up for all those then. I gotta look on there and sign up for some more. I just signed up for Friday and part of Saturday, and then I'm like, I'm going to bed. Fair warning. The last. Three times I've GM'd, I've rolled absolutely terribly, so it may just be boring. <laughs> or it's your turn, and, and your, your dice will switch around for you. Yeah, or or it's a party wire. You'll start doing what Neil does and roll like six nat 20s in a row. That dude's got weighted dice. Well, at least you don't have to worry about me trying to kill you in all those. So Yeah, I, I'll just have to worry about that later. Well, it, isn't that exactly what you'd be doing if you were playing? Like, you'd be trying to kill all his... All of his, the miniature well, versions of him. For whatever reason, Will thinks that anytime I GM and he's in one of my games, I am like my goal is to kill his character as many times as possible, and that is not true. Something about an auger through a painting comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's all in his head. There is a uh, fifth level fifteen Pathfinder one scenario on Saturday night on Farmageddon. I'm looking at possibly playing or running that. I got a level fifteen uh, summoner. Ooh. Oh, nice! A, a PF one. I don't have anything that that high. I think uh, twelve. Like I secret level. That's about all I got. That's um, Moonscar. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a module. It's uh, so it's Saturday afternoon and evening. Oh, okay. The person who requested it said they'd run it, but they have signed up to play it. So somebody's gonna have to run that thing. Oh, he did sign up to play it. Yeah. Was that Zach Fox? Daniels. Oh, oh. Zach Daniels. All right. Zach Daniels. Where? <laughs> Zach Fox. <laughs> But isn't he the guy who 
mostly does Starfinder. He's from Iowa. Yeah, he, he likes does. Tall dude, dude from Iowa. Glasses. Yeah. He does play Pathfinder too, but given the choice, he'll do Starfinder. And he GM'd a lot of Starfinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the um, he was there for a Dukes of Hazard run. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the Nukes of Hazard. Them Starfinders didn't know what was in that gorge, but they were sure gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we swapped out like what three of the main main weapons on the ship with nukes. <laughs> Oops. Uh, that was not my scenario. Oh no, I was there for that one. You were there back. for that one, and yeah, it's we, like we go up to this planet and they're like, "We're gonna shoot it from space." <laughs> okay, hey uh, GM, we're gonna use these boons on this uh, ship. Okay, and they just decimated the planet. <laughs> it's like half the scenario is done. <laughs> yeah, we carried that. We carried that over from uh, from our planet fall scenario where you were driving the the the, the go buggy. <laughs> what acceleration? You mean as fast as possible? <laughs> good times, good yeah. times. Well, hey, look, I finally figured out how to actually do this. Whoa! Make a character. Real life. Put your uh, pants on. On paper character sheet. Instead of working off on my phone this time. That's awesome, Britt. Right? My, my little boy's growing, growing up. up. Yep. So proud. Back a step here at Farmageddon. We have three Zacks that show up on a regular basis now. Zach Fox, Zach Daniels, and Zach Cahoon. None of them live in the same state. None of them spell their names the same way. None of them use the same abbreviations. And last year we had Zach Wolf too. Yep. And yep. didn't we have a bear? I thought there was a uh, bear yes. too, yeah. Yeah, well. That but he wasn't a Zach, right? No, not no. a Zach. Right. God, what was his name? Bear. Bear. <laughs> no, I, Bear. No, his last name was also something animal related. Like his, I can't remember his full name, but. All I know is he got, a, he got a cool shirt. Yeah. It's his legal name too, so. That's awesome. There you go. Last campaign he was in I, uh, that I played with him, he had rotten dice. Did they smell? Uh, <laughs> if they could have smelled, I'm sure they would have. He was, he had some rough luck. Like he was at the point where he was cussing, and he seems like he's a pretty passive individual. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a few things that'll make a gamer cuss besides bad dice rolls. Oh man, <laughs> this guy just had rotten luck. I was feeling for him, man. I was like, Dude. <laughs> do You're you, right, because, you know... Do you need a hug? <laughs> th- this table is a real good indication that we just never swear at all. Right. <laughs> Fuck right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Will's back. Awesome. Now we can go ahead. We weren't waiting on you or anything, but we were waiting on you a little bit. But hey, um... Don't worry, we know how to stall. Last time nice. when we left our intrepid band of adventurers, um... We found out that uh, the donk was a dying too because he had been flanked and hit twice uh, by a kobold. Tooth was in a corner surrounded by three kobolds, and uh, poor Nat had one kobold right in front of her. And uh, for some reason, Uko and Bridger were just in the other room with the fountain, going, "Hey, hey, that looks bad." But uh, we're casting spells. <laughs> yeah, they're the, like that, they're man. the ranged assaulters. So. Um, we are going to start at the top of the order because I dropped Donk with my last kobold, as I remember. And Donk, you go right after him now because you're dead. So what would you like to do? What are my options? Well, you can lay there and bleed. Um, you can make a <laughs> you can make a, um, a a death saving throw, um, and or you can. Spend your hero point to immediately stabilize. Doesn't he move to the end? Right, right before the guy that killed him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So why would his turn be now then? It's not. Okay. I. 
Will corrected me. Ah. Thank you. Thank you, Will. Oh, he changes his initiative? Order? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he Weird. falls off from top to bottom. Gives everybody a chance to actually help the person before they Right, die. before they come back to kill Something him again. Something new! As opposed to first edition where you drop and then all of a sudden, hey, it's my turn again. All right. So um, that guy was the last to go. So top of the order now would be Tooth Grimscar. And since Tooth isn't here, I will play for Tooth. Loser. He whips it out. Oh. And uh, I'm going right. to hit the first one. And I missed. So I'll try for the second one. And I missed. Now, if you're wondering, I'm not quite as good as Neil is at playing tooth because I rolled a 13, a 2, and a huh, and a 9. So that's three whiffs for tooth. And he is surrounded by the kobolds. Whose turn it is next? So the first kobold, he takes out a sap. Oh, and that's a natural 20. Who's he going after? Tooth. Oh, he's going after Tooth. All right. And that is that is uh, six points of damage doubled to 12. So 12 points of bludgeoning damage on Tooth. Um, tooth was already injured, so that knocks him unconscious. And Tooth falls out. I mean, falls down. Mama said, knock you out. I done fell out. Knock now, his Tooth now, out. Now, Bridger, you hear, ah, we will feed him to the baby. <laughs> Kill the rest of them. So then the other two goblins... Uh, actually, the uh, yes, the other two goblins, they're going to turn on Bommy since they're right there in front of him. And the first one, Bommy, is going to take uh, his spear and try to stab you with it. I believe that is going to hit with an 11. Oh, sorry. Mm, no. I have to add 10 to that. That's a 21, sorry. Yeah, well, that would yeah. get it, yeah. Yeah, 21. Gotcha. All right. And it does, ooh, seven points of max spear piercing damage. That was his first attack. Second attack, that is a 16. Does that hit? Yes. All right. Oh, that's only three points of damage. So you you managed to squeak by and not get hit quite as hard on that time. And since he's standing right there, he's going to try to get you again. Stop. Oh, and that that misses horribly as you, uh, you, I guess you bent over in pain and it went right over your head. Um, The third and final goblin in the row there, he's going to try. Oh. Sorry, Kobold, we have a goblin over there on the floor. Sorry. That is a 15. Does that hit you? 15? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Go fish. All right. So he whiffs. He's going to try it again. Well, that's a little better, but still that's not going to hit. And his last swing for the fences also misses horribly. So that is Kobold 3, 5, and 8, and it is now Bridger's turn. So Bridger is going to walk up just behind Nat, hearing a, a large thunk as though a heavily armored half-orc bitched out and uh, couldn't take it. He is now somewhat worried. He um, was knocked unconscious. I I said what I said. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> but unable to do anything to help our friend uh, Donk. That's his fucking name. <laughs> Last night he was Callie. Give me a break. Uh, so unable to help Donk, um, he's instead just going to try and help in the killing version uh, and so he moves up, and he will cast Telekinetic Projectile. While he does so, though, he is going to say, Uh, hey, y'all keep saying baby like it's referring to a specific person. Like, what is baby? And as he's doing the air quotes, he's, uh, you know, using that motion to, like, flick uh, a large chunk of rock at the one that is right in front of Nat. <laughs> nice. Damn, it's only a 12. You know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to use my hero point. <laughs> we'll do it early. Yeah, get him out there early. Use it or lose it. Beat his ass. 
17 hit his armor class? Yes, sir. Ding, 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 ding. You are a winner. Uh, uh, that'll be six. R- repeat. Six damages. Ooh, that was a strong hit. Not quite Not enough really. to kill him, but it was a good hit. And he goes, don't, Please do not use that kind of language in front of the, the, the dog. And, he, and he's holding his head, and he goes, You will be food for the baby! The baby is all! Kill them! Are we in the baby now? You said the baby is all. Are you the baby? Kill them! No. <laughs> so Bridger moved. Uh, did telekinetic projectile, which is two uh, two actions, and his turn is over, and it's Bommy Taker's turn. Oh fuck! Here we go. <laughs> you have plenty of targets, Bommy, and also poor Donk is on the floor. Yeah, this is what we call a target-rich environment. All right. Uh, first, I'll go after the one directly in front of me, who I believe did some damage to me. Yeah, got to be in a box though. Jesus criminy. <laughs> you need to work on your aim. All right, that's a 20 altogether. Oh, that's a hit, With sir. With the darling sword. <laughs> oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. <laughs> I guess that's a six altogether for damage. Six points, you say. That's another good hit, just like uh, Bridger, but not quite enough to kill him. He's still standing. He's still standing. I'm going to focus my ire and rage on him for now. So, once more. With feeling. That's uh, a 18. That is a hit, sir. And fuck. Five points of damage. Ooh, that's almost as good as your last one. And he did not have near as many hit points because of your first hit. So, he falls down. He dies. Fuck that guy. I got one more thing unless I want to move, right? Farmageddon, that guy. So, yes. now I'm going to go to the guy to my right diagonally. Get him. Get him. I'm going to... Be hey, minus Brit, 10. Do me a favor and crit this guy, would you? Minus <sighs> 10. Sorry. No buenos there. Uh, I've got an 8 altogether. Ooh, yeah. He he kind of just goes. Alright, well, we can't win them all. It was a good try, though. Next swing. And now it's Nat Loomis' turn. All the right. one in front of you is very hurt, thanks to your buddy Bridger. Yeah, Nat watched Bridger smack it with a rock, so I'm not going to. Uh, hunt this guy, but I am going to draw my bow and shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the face. Or how's a 25 do versus their armor class? Ow, that's not quite a crit, but it's really close. Wow. Out of curiosity, would a 26 been a crit? Yes. Because of volley, it's not a crit. Ah, oh. but you only have to get two points of damage. Come on, you can kill it. Oh, fuck. nine. Yay! You killed it. Thank you. Kill steal. Alrighty, so then uh, Nat's going to look to the one in front of the down goblin, right? Yep. And uh, we'll hunt prey on that one. Okay. And we'll fire off a shot. Get it, get it. That'll be a 20 to hit. That is a hit, sir. Which is 11 damage. Oh, that one is dead too. Wow. That little sprite can shoot. Alright, so that's my three actions. And that was a wonderful turn. I got him for you guys. Uko, uh, you can't see a lot what's going on in there. You you heard a large crash as if a body full of armor had fallen to the floor. You heard Bridger ask questions in a language you don't understand. Um, and uh, you saw your sprite companion shoot and drop two of the kobolds. Um, and that's about all you can see from back there because so many people are in the way. Uh, firstly, Nat, are you down two hit points? 
Yes. Gain. That is down two hit points. Gain two hit points. And that's from the soul link that you have? Yeah, the spirit oh. link. Spirit link. <laughs> Brit's over here like, uh, uh, uh what about me? What about me, bro? <laughs> if Don could talk, Don would be going, uh, it only uh, works for uh, the person that I spirit linked. Dammers. Remember good. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason. What? What's your safe word? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uko is going to squeeze oh. past uh, his Mine's compatriots Armageddon. in the hallway, and as he gets into the room, take a step to the right so that he can be just slightly away from the kobolds and next to Doc. But it's a step to the left and a slide to the right. Bring your knees in. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's the pelvic thrust. Uh, <laughs> nearly drives me insane. <laughs> and he's going to... Let's heal the goblin again. <laughs> to action heal so he the goblin that's on the ground. Again. <laughs> it's just some blood back in your veins. <laughs> it's a sweet transfusion. From a transsexual. That's 15 points. Transylvania. <laughs> 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 so, we, we were doing this family gathering, right? And we, we were talking about... I love that that triggered you over <laughs> the family gonna, gathering. Yo, you're going to fucking love this. Well, so, we're, we're talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show, and my sister-in-law is talking about... It's like, uh, it was, who was Dr. Frankenfurter? And she's like, oh, it's Tim, um... Uh, Tim Allen? No. I fucking lost it at no. this concept. Uh, no, we, we all knew it was. It's, it's Tim Curry, but like the concept of Tim Allen playing that part. <laughs> fucking great. Imagining like him trying to bring that, you know, his, his sex toy back to life and just being like, more power. <laughs> We're going to use the new Benford 4000. <laughs> I died laughing and everybody was like, what, what, people were coming in from the other room like, what did we miss? What's going on? <laughs> oh, Lord. That's awesome. So, uh, Uko, were you successful? Yeah. Uh, 15 points. Sorry, we got a little sidetrack on you. 15 points. Donk is back in action. However, Donk, you are on the floor of the cavern, and you have dropped everything. Yeah, and uh, real quick, I had my damage wrote down. Do I just go Start to zero? zero. You start at zero, and okay. you're wounded two. All right. Which means if you so go unconscious again, you add the wounded condition to where you'd go for dying, so you'd go right to dying three. And mm. if it's a crit, you would be dying four, and you would be dead. Four is the limit? Just to be careful. Well, unless you have a feat, or um, if you have... There's a, there's yes, a, four is the limit. Yeah, but you can have five, but it has to be a feat. Hmm. And so when does this go away? Uh, you can do medicine checks to make it go away and Correct. resting. Correct. Okay. Or being fully healed, I believe. Yeah, if you're fully healed um, by magic, then it, it, you're not wounded either, I believe. If you're fully healed by magic, I need a one more hit point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it, Will! <laughs> you want to know what's funny about that? You'll suck again, <laughs> you big tease. I rolled a seven on the D8, and I got a plus eight. So <laughs> yeah. what you needed was max. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to collect my stuff that I dropped, which is just my dog slicers. That's two actions. We're going to stand up. Yeah, stand up. That'll be your third action. Good round. All right. Top of the order, Tooth is unconscious. I will do a roll for him to see if he wakes up. He does not. And it is 
Kobold 5 and 8. Um, oh, so they're right there. There's a big guy there. I think since you killed their friend, Bobby, they're going to go after you. So, so one is going to step up right in front of you, and he's going to try to stick you in the face with his little spear. God damn, how many of these fuckers are they? Well, there were nine, and there's a lot less now, so you guys have been doing good. Okay. Ooh, that's a 19 on the die. Yeah, that'll hit. For a 21. That's not a crit, is it? I didn't think so. 21, no. All right, you got three points of damage from that one, and he's got one more swing at you, so he's going to go for the fences. And that is not enough to hit you as you're able to slide sideways out of the way. Right into the oncoming spear of the other one, maybe. Oh, that's a 20. Yeah. It's a dirty 20, so you're okay. But that is six points of damage. Are you still up? Barely. All right, well, he's going to try to hit you again. Oh, that's a bit outside. He didn't get you on that one. And his last one, swinging for the fences again. And no, you're able to duck that one. So that is my kobold's turn. Bridger, you're up. There's two kobolds attacking your dwarf buddy. I'm pretty sure I can see one of them. You can see both of them. All right, well, I'm going to go with the one that's uh, closest to me. So it's, you know, just for the listener, it's a little forward and to the left. They're kind of forming a wall between me and uh, Balmy. The one that just moved up, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw a projectile at that one and um, put some stank on it. No. <laughs> You're the one with the uh, magic that lets you hit harder. 25. Oh, almost a crit, but not mm, quite. Well, so much close. better damage, though. Nine damage. Oh, and that's enough to make his little head cave in and fall in a pool of his own blood. That's what I'm talking about. And then uh, I, I will ask the last time. I'm like, uh, what is baby? God damn it, uh, Richard. That's their communal girlfriend. You don't even know what language I'm speaking. And oh, then yeah. Cast uh, cast shield too, which you know is the big black butterfly wings of ener- made out of energy that appear in front of me. Right, right. Okay, so a shield of black cosmic wings springs into being in front of Bridger at the end of his turn. And Bommy, you have one last kobold there that is looking at Bridger, just hate in his eye and saying something you can't understand. But Bridger, you hear him say, "You will meet that baby soon enough, and you will feed it." Is it easily recognizable? Will I look at it and be like, oh, that must be baby? No, no, what are you saying, outsider? Okay, thanks. Must have a name tag. <laughs> so you're saying it's my turn now? It is your okay. turn, Bomber. Uh, First swing was a miss. However, I think <laughs> maybe with the second being a 16, it might Ooh, be a hit. Right on the button. Max nice. fucking okay. damage. Fuck this guy. You're looking at 12 altogether. Oh, and you take his head right off. There's your baby. It was a regular Farmageddon in here. (laughs) Besides that, you killed all the kobolds now, so now you can kind of look around a little bit. The last thing that you hear him say as he expires, Bridger, is the friend is a dragon and a blessing from God's is a sign that we were destined to return and conquer all. Oh, I'll never see my halflings grow. <laughs> I think he just went crazy and died. <laughs> he said something about his... What did he say? His friend, the friend, the first time I remember a mention of a friend, is a dragon and a blessing from the gods, uh, a sign of destiny, uh, which... It could be. You never know. But the, those are really hard to to determine. But he apparently thinks that it also meant he was supposed to return. Uh, and he was sad he'd never see his halflings grow. 
Uh, I don't know if he means that literally or if he means like small children. I don't know. It's something, it's really confused, but I think it's like, uh, he thinks the baby is, has to do with this. So it's like, I think we should just go forward and look for Destiny's Child. I think something got lost in translation, but, uh, okay. He, he was in a lot of pain and there was a lot of blood gurgling in his throat. So, I mean, Bridger did the best he could. He's saying he's supposed to have half a wing grow? That doesn't seem very efficient. It could have been halfling, could have been half a wing, could have been hatchling. I mean, Bridger's, I mean, he, he speaks Draconic, but they've got a weird, you know, dialect. So, I mean, he, you know, he, he's doing the best he can. Give him a break. Yeah. More clicking and clacking than you would imagine. A lot of mech-mecking. Hey, Will, um, that spell that you have on me, how much longer does that last? Yes, it does. I'm full <laughs> health then after two rounds. <laughs> okay. So anyway, once Medic. you guys have overcome the uh, the cobalt threat here in the uh, in the what looks like to be a dining room, um, at least that part of the warren, you uh, you can you can go and you can start looking around, and uh, as you do, you find that each of the cobalt is wearing each of the cobalt is wearing a, a very uh, familiar necklace by now. It's copper and eggshell necklace that you found on the other ones. So that's nine of those. Um, in addition, oh. you get all what their gear. That? It was nine copper and eggshell necklaces like the one you found earlier on the uh, Trapmaster. Um, these guys apparently were a little higher ranked than, than the ones you fought earlier. You also find a chest in the corner filled with trinkets and collected valuables. Inside there is a bolt of fine silk cloth, a painting of an adventurer on a fine horse, a sack filled with silver coins, and a crystal decanter filled with old, some kind of old wine. It looks like three jars of oil. Um, a large feather, and a familiar red potion vial. Now, the weird thing is, one of the two guys you would expect to be going looking for all this shit is collapsed on the ground, panting heavily, bleeding all over the place. Bridger goes over there with his uh, his kit. He's like, uh, uh, dwarf anatomy's weird, and I, I spend the ten minutes but completely fail my uh, medicine <laughs> check. But not so bad that I hurt you. Okay, good. Uka will uh, go over and attempt the same thing. While they're doing this, uh, Nat's going to refocus. And here's something that's kind of kind of neat. Um, since you've covered all the challenges of this area, it brings us to a time I like to call Level Up. You guys have what? all reached second level. Ding, 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 ding. I was not prepared. I know. I wasn't prepared either because I forgot to read this again after however many weeks it's been. It's been a little while. Um, anyway, um, I can help you by telling you the following information. Each hero increases the max number of hit points based on their class. Six for a wizard, eight for a cleric, and ten for a fighter. Everyone also gets to add their constitution to their max hit points. For any statistics where a hero is trained or an expert, they increase the statistic by one. This includes AC and all three saving throws, perception skills, spell DCs for spellcasters, and attack rolls. Don't increase ability modifiers, damage rolls, or attacks and skills that the hero isn't trained or expert in. And each character gains new abilities from their class. Clerics and wizards also gain an additional first level spell slot, allowing them to cast one more spell each per day. Yeah, so I guess I should ask for... Prepared oh. casters, how are you handling new spell slots in between rests? I'm going to say that uh, since we're pressed for time, if you guys rest for at least uh, six to eight hours, you don't have to sleep, but if you rest for six to eight hours, you can uh, get all your stuff back. 
But right now, you get all that stuff that I just read because we are playing the beginner's box rules. I also failed to heal you. <laughs> so I'm going to just go ahead and heal you. Oh, if at first you don't succeed. Cast a spell. Hey, there's that max that I needed for Donk. Uh, you get 16. Nice. So while you guys are doing that, let oh, me wait a minute, wait a minute. the rest of the room. Oh, unless you have questions. If, if we just got all the stuff that we just got from leveling up, save your fucking spell. <laughs> Everybody you got healed? Yeah. Oh, you have more health now. Yes, he has more health. Okay, I will save it then. Yeah. Now, what's my hit die as a rogue? Is it an eight? Yeah, should be an eight. Okay. The only thing that's not is a wizard. Wizards are sixes. Clerics, rogues, those uh, middle ones are eight. Fighters, your swashbucklers, stuff like that, also ten. A wizard. I will admit, I'm generally fairly slow about leveling up. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do the mechanical stuff, but if you don't mind, I'd like to hold off on the chance to... I am perfectly fine with that, Jason, because you guys will be having time to, uh, you know, fine-tune your characters before we move on to the Abomination Vaults. This is a level up in the middle of the module per the box, so we'll just go with this for right now. I totally get what you're saying. I am fine with that. So while we're doing that, I'm going to describe the rest of the room for you. Um, there are three alcoves um, over to the west, and uh, it looks like this was the sleeping pallets and, and or nest of the kobolds that were pretty much in this room. Also, next to the table, um, to the north of you, you see um, a set of natural stairs about three, three steps up into a corridor that leads into another room. You also notice that when you go into the middle alcove uh, to the west, that there is a small fissure. And you can look in there and you see blackness, but you also see a, there's, there's a faint smell of rot that you're very familiar with uh, seeping through that crack. And you think that would translate back over to where you, uh, you killed the, uh, the Yugoths. Uh, a small fissure? Uh, what's he fishing for? Um, very small trap. Got it. Uh, what do we need to do to... Um identify some of these items because i imagine bridger goes over and like hefts up that picture and goes oh, i know this guy as, as it was it was nice you said you could use uh appraise or crafting appraise doesn't seem to exist so i will go with crafting, crafting my fault gm yes just as a heads up i now have dubious knowledge oh okay that's fun i now have battle medicine yay that is awesome 21 21 for the painting you said sure yeah Excellent. It is a, um, a knight on horseback, and it appears that uh, you could probably sell this fine painting for at least two gold pieces. You also have a bolt of silk, um, which you don't know what the value of that is, but it's very fine, um, as if it's been s stolen from somewhere, either where it was well-preserved or just a recent acquisition by these kobolds. The sack, you open that and count out 20 silver pieces, and if anybody wants to cast Detect Magic... And uh, Nat is going to do that. The feather lights up, and so does the red potion vial. Um, you guys are pretty sure that red potion vial is a healing potion. And the the latter, you'll have to do a uh, arcana check or occultism check or some kind of check to, to tell what that is. Um, arcana would be a 19. That is a ladder feather token. Ladder, L-A-D-D. Yep, L-A-D-D-E-R. Um, Ooh, that sounds like fun. Nat gets a sense that Bridger should have that and just hands it over. Thanks. I love feather tokens. <laughs> the last thing that you guys have to uh, to identify is uh, 
the fine silk cloth, which you could do that with, uh, I would say, either crafting or a society check because it is it is from a society. And you also have um, a crystal decanter filled with some kind of wine. You might be able to use uh, profession or knowledge skill on that if anybody has anything applicable. So a uh, society check of 19. That is fine silk, and that bolt you're pretty sure is going to be worth about five gold pieces, Nat. And in fact, you um, do you open the decanter, like sniff the wine and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to okay. got to check everything. It's it's got a sour smell to it. Uh, you don't think that's probably going to be worth anything, but the actual decanter itself is very well uh, made and uh, has some neat um, etchings on it, and you think that's probably worth a gold piece by itself. I'm detecting notes of fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's just donk. Hey donk. Yes. Hello. Hey. You want to open up your pickle jar, man? We can pour this in. It's very vinegary. I have enough vinegar. Save it for when it gets low. We're gonna, I'm going to sell this thing, though. It's really expensive. No, we're never. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. I wasn't listening to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, and I am probably the least experienced what? second edition player here. and I'm trying <clears> to figure <throat> out how to level it's up. It's wine that's gone to, it's, that's gone to vinegar. That's fine. You can top it off, but there's not a lot of room. Yeah, I'll make a little more. And he pulls out a, a chicken foot and then just pours the rest on the ground. That was probably a bad idea. That smells bad. Can't do it You want a bite? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I also have healing hands, so my healing will do more now. All right, so... You guys, I've described the rest of the room to you. You search the pallets and stuff, don't find much of anything of value there. Um, I didn't hear anybody cutting finger bones or toe bones off, so I guess we just did that off screen. And uh, you have uh, have the stairs to the north. Oh, you also have a tooth that is uh, falling out on the floor. Oh, you, yeah. I was like, somebody lost the tooth? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wow. Bridger, would you help me move him into the previous room? Probably better if he wakes up somewhere that's more safe than the this room. Okay. <laughs> we drag him face first. <laughs> As one does with a large orc. Man, I'm glad I don't go down in a single hit from a small weak kobold. Actually, in Tooth's defense, it was a natural 20. Uh-huh. Yeah, normally I'm the one dropping them with one hit. That is true. What's up ahead here? Does, well, let's ask this. Does anybody need healed before we continue on? No, I'm, I'm good. Somehow I feel better already. I know I took a beat in that last little fight, but I'm good. Thanks. So one of my witch things I could take Five. is living hair. Could you imagine Bridger with like this big poofy <laughs> thing of hair? <laughs> Why am, why, why am I seeing him with a, with, a, with a big surfer dude? <laughs> do, you know? No, see, he got the big poofy like <laughs> surfer hair with a big old uh, full beard. And the beard's the part that actually moves. I mean, it doesn't specify, so realistically it could just be like back hair. Armpit hair. Cubes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, so... Um, you guys are seeing a, uh, a passage, about 10, well, 20 feet wide passage, um, at the end of three naturally ca- carved uh, stairs going up into another room. What would you like to do? 
I'd like to figure out how to use my sword more effectively. I, honestly, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Well, uh, you, for right now, you get uh, plus one to your hit and damage rolls according to the level up uh, key here <coughs> in the Pathfinder Beginner's Box Manual. Uh-huh. Um, and you get one to your AC. So you get uh, one to AC, one to all three savings throws, perceptions, and your spell DCs and attack rolls. That's if you're proficient with those things. Yes. That's what I was trying to figure out is how I can become proficient with that. That's a class feat or what is it? Um, there should be a general feat that uh, I believe would we'll do that. Okay. Um, but, you don't, but you don't get a general feat yet. Yeah. No, not yet. All right. I got, yeah, available right now. Second level skill feet and class feet, and so I sounds like I gotta wait more. Yeah, I believe okay. So next level, you'll get a general feat. Okay, unless there's a way to to work it. Like I remember in first edition, there you like your rogues like um, tricks. Mm-hmm. There was one that was like take a combat feat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something similar to that. Uh, I'm not seeing it if there is. But I was gonna yeah. say okay. some class feats um, turn into other types of feats when you when you take them. So okay, cool. I did select a. Uh, a class feat, though, so that's kind of cool. Ooh, ooh right. what is it? What is it? Uh, yeah, what did it tell us? It's else? called Nimble Dodge. Ooh. That sounds really good for you. Yeah, after yeah. that last combat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's something that Donk should invest in, too. <laughs> that's one of the ones I'm looking at. You, <laughs> did you take Trap Finder? Uh, not this level. Did you have it already? Is one of us able to just find it? Or are we just stumbling around? We're probably just stumbling around. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I, yeah. Kurt, are you taking uh, Precise Shot or? <laughs> nah, fuck Precise Shot. That's a worthless <laughs> feat. <laughs> Nobody needs Precise Shot. That's only for people whose dice suck. You'll never use that. Yeah. I, I do have Trap Finder as a class feat. You do have, okay, yeah. so one of us has it. Cool. Your uh, ranged bow user did take Hunted Shot, not Precise Shot. Nice. Because there's not Precise Shot in second edition. See, it was such a worthless feat, they got rid of it. It's not even <laughs> in there anymore. <laughs> Just saying. More than one way to skin a cat, y'all. All right, so, but I get a plus one now. That's, I'll take it. I'll take it. Going back to the hey, fighting shit. Hey, Kurt, do you need more than one way, you sadistic fuck? Oh, yeah, entertainment. I repeat my previous statement. <laughs> G- guys, on that note, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the different feats that I'm trying to select from. There's one called Impressive Tool. <laughs> yes. I think that's improvised, but that's okay. I like my version better. <laughs> that's what she said. Along with that, there's lie to me. That's what she said. Right? <laughs> lie to me is actually pretty cool if you're uh, based on deception. It allows you to use deception skill to determine if someone is being honest and stuff. Are we ready to sally forth into the... Is that baby's name, Sally? Well, it might be. It might be Bob. Bridger has moved up to these three little alcoves and wants to kind of peek into all of them to make sure there's no no kobolds or anything what that are hiding and pissing themselves. Uh, these uh, these look like this is where the uh, the ones that were in the room eating their their supper lived. There you see, you know, just a few common personal items. Um, also, some strange things like there's like a comb, even though none of them have hair, and there's like a spork, which looks like they've actually bit the end of a spoon to make a spork, um, and uh, you know some chicken bones, uh, various bits and bobs of colored rocks, you know, just regular junk. Now, these, this bedding here is it like super filthy, or is it like I, I mean, obviously it's kind of dirty because it's hay on the floor, but are we talking like 
bugs and insects rolling around, or does it look relatively clean? Well, I mean, they're kobolds, so, you know, there's a lot of dirt, but you don't see, like, any vermin so much. You know, like, um, you probably wouldn't want to sleep here for the night, but you could. I'm just, I'm going to think about the unconscious guy in his full plate armor back there and look at this nice, comfortable bedding and then actively decide not to bother hauling his heavy ass all the way up here. Well, you, you do you do remember that he does like to live out in the sticks because he's from the swamp, so he might feel right at home here if he woke up. I repeat my previous statement. <laughs> right on. So, what would you like to do? Onward. Alright, give me a marching order of who's going up the stairs. Ukua will bring up the rear. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Nat will follow the two rogues. And uh, I guess that means Bridger between uh, Nat and Uko. Go ahead and put everybody right up there into the mouth of that cavern at the end of the... Yeah, right in there in the mouth. The mouth of the cavern. The passageway into the cavern beyond. And as you come up those three stairs and walk forward, uh-huh. um, you can see in the gloom with your dark vision mm-hmm. the following. It looks like there's a gaping pit open in the floor in the center of this large nat- natural chamber. And on the far side, a ledge overlooks the the entry that you're standing in. Atop this ledge is an ornate stone throne that looks entirely out of place in this room as a regal kobold wearing an oversized crown made of fish bones sits atop the throne. She looks down at you and the two kobold guards at the foot of the stairs and turns to the kobold next to her and says, Kill them! Kill the intruders! They will feed the baby well! And we'll have to find out what happens next time on Shield Bash. Thank you, everybody. One track mind, them kobolds. Just kill, murder, death. is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shieldbash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shieldbash. Bumper music provided by Lee Rosevere. Other artists can be found in the episode description. Troubles in Otari, Abomination Vaults, Serpent Skull, and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.